listening to The 10 Podcast, the discovery and design channel in health. Tune in with your host, Matt Patterson, to learn more about insights from the world of healthcare today. Good morning and welcome to this week's podcast. I thought I'd use this week for a quick catch-up podcast to see where we are in relation to where things are going uh, out there in the world today and pose some questions to you as my audience about what you think is happening at the present time. I'd like to start off by a reflection from Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, she found herself in the presence of the King of Hearts. He wanted her to go, so he cited Rule 42, all persons more than a mile high to leave court. Heads turned to Alice. I'm not a mile high, she objected. You are, said the king. The queen testified that Alice is nearly two miles tall. Well, I shan't go at any rate, Alice said. Besides, that's not a regular rule. You invented it just now. Does this feel a bit like the world we're living in today? I wanted to use today's session to reflect on what we've been trying to do to manage COVID-19 and to see whether we feel like Alice with the rules that have been chopped and changed. We're just about to go into a three-tiered system, or we're in a three-tiered system, I believe, as of this morning in the UK. Very high risk, high risk and medium risk, where we are uh, asked to behave in certain ways based on where we are in the country. I thought we'd reflect back on some of the uh, rules to see whether what we've been applying has worked or not. And I'll leave the questions up for you. Chevron's on the floor to directors as to how we should walk around buildings in one-way flows uh, versus still be able to sit in non-ventilated shared spaces to work in for eight hours a day where the same air is being circulated around. Bars closing at tw- 10 o'clock, so everybody spills out onto the street at 10.05 to go home together using all the same transport versus staggered, fully open systems where people leave at different times throughout the night. Sitting in a restaurant with no mask on to eat at a table, but being asked to put a mask on to walk to the bathrooms, the restrooms, the toilet, suggesting that potentially this is a way of protecting oneself from the virus. A moonshot dream of Boris Johnson. His moonshot dream is the day where we can all be regularly tested time and time again, so we can go back to our lives. Football on TV, you know, it's a favourite of mine as I'm a football fan, where they're hugging, shaking hands, versus people sitting at home watching this who have been told publicly not to hug their grandchildren if they're grandparents. Weddings of a maximum of 15, and that may even be cut down to more now, but pubs and restaurants where you can even have 200 people going to pubs and restaurants, uh, sitting as long as you're not in your bubbles more than six people in relation to who's visiting with them. Schools, well, thank goodness that children are all still at schools at the present time, but where they're applying things like no singing rules to stop kids theoretically passing a virus around whilst they're still sitting all in bubbles with each other working every day. And then considering things like we're relying totally on the PSR test, um, where when you even listen to experts such as Christopher Tamazoo, who's been working in Track and Trace, designing point-of-care solutions. He's the professor of engineering at Imperial College. He was on the Wired Health Conversations that was on at Wired Health Conference a couple of weeks back, which is a very pro-health tech uh, conference. And he was talking about the the way he'd broken down doors, basically, to get his 
point of care test to clinicians. So he is a person who is pro track and trace. But he says, we have a fairly sensitive test. Maybe it's a bit too sensitive at the moment because actually it detects all kinds of viruses, all levels of viral shedding. And those that are probably dead um, in terms of the virus, not infectious. So perhaps we've gone a bit too far in relation to relying purely on the tests as they are today, because we're asking people to isolate and shut down. So does that mean, in his point of view, that the tests don't work? So we're relying heavily on the tests. Uh, I'm not sure. I'd also want to throw into the mix a couple more considerations. One is that we are seeing the test numbers go up a lot at the moment. So the positive results of tests are going up. Take, as you will, that alongside Christopher Tarbazou's uh, reference above. So then you move to the next level, which you go, okay, let's hospital admissions. Hospital admissions are now going up and we are seeing a rise in mortality rates. What I don't see anywhere is a referral to, as a reference to the number of cases that are uh, resolved. And how are they resolved? We see resolution through death. We don't see resolution via people walking back out of the hospital afterwards, discharged back well, or discharged ill on oxygen, going home or going to another environment. Surely it's these things that are the critical diagnostic elements that we need to understand. Is that when people get COVID now, with the new treatments that we have available, are they working? What are those treatments? How effective are they? Doctors I speak to tell me they're much better at treating people of COVID in hospital nowadays because they now understand what it is. They're not, they've not got the shock they had in the first time of the year, which of course is brilliant. It feels like there's a lot of attempts out there to solve a challenge. Some of them futile, question mark. Some of them effective. And we don't see granular detail in relation to the results of what it means when people get sick and when they, whether they come back out of hospital and what happens there and what happens down the line especially when we've shown the statistical references that we get in relation to the updates. So we could know whether we are making a disproportionate action at the present time in relation to lockdown. Because now we're talking about, I get up and read in the news this morning, the north of Ireland are talking about a circuit breaker four weeks. Sir Keir Starmer's call for a two-week circuit breaker in the UK. And Wales are considering this too. So, so clearly we're moving towards the consideration of another lockdown. Right at the start of the year when this happened, my prediction was that this would be, this would be the case. We'd have a three months off when they said it would be a couple of weeks. I said three, 12 weeks off. I said we'd have a full summer of four or five months where we should get out there and enjoy ourselves. And then we'd have another situation like this in the autumn. So it seems to be following that pattern. I'm not surprised by that at all. But we need to understand the evidence so that we don't feel treated like Alice in Wonderland, just told that we're all a mile high and that we're told to leave the court and stay at home. I don't know, what do you think about this? You're probably listening in different parts of the world. I know very clearly when I've spoken to people in America, in my interview with people like Shauna Butler in America, it was a very different picture then. They were felt they were a few months behind where we were early on in the year. These waves are coming through. I've described it to people like it feels like we're trying to catch the wind with a sieve in relation to stopping COVID and, and, and that we're desperately trying to use technology to, uh, and as Nico McDonald, Nico McDonald referenced last week, the sort of technocratic way. So there's these kind of competing ideologies, competing paradigms, one being about technocracy and evidence and engineering and science being the way to stop the world and the other being autonomy and decision-making and personal agency. And I guess you probably could put on that, that side of it, nature in relation to the things we have to follow and these are the sort of battlegrounds that are being that are being uh, 
fought at the present time. What do you think about that? I don't know about you. How are you feeling? Do you feel like Alice in Wonderland? Do you feel actually the opposite? Do you feel like we're on the way to success and that we're finding the right path ahead? Are you more face masks in shops or rest and recuperation to get away from illness? Are you more hand sanitizer, soap washing, or are you weight loss and fitness? Are you fitness and metabolic health or are you vaccine? Are you kids in bubbles or are you kids allowed to pray freely? Are you older adults isolated alone to only connect with people via Zoom or Skype? Or are you older adults fully integrated into a community? Are you track and trace? Or self-management with symptoms? I mean, these are all not binary. Are you drink more water? Or are you follow chevrons on the floor? Are you the rule of six? Or are you good nutrition and diet, including vitamin D? They're not binaries, obviously, because you could be all of these things, or you could be none of these things. But I think it's just interesting having had these conversations over the whole year to get a perspective as to what we're, I guess, what our own filter bubbles are in relation to what we want to believe and how we want to connect with those beliefs. I think it's important to be talking to people and but having the debate around around facts, not not just the technocratic facts, because I think the worst thing is where we're not talking. If we're not communicating, we're not talking, we all go back into our own little patterns. We're going to get separation in a way that I think is incredibly unhealthy. I think that's about it for this podcast this week. It's just been a review um, on where we are. Hope you have a great week and weekend ahead. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Stay safe out there. See you next week. Bye. You've been listening to The 10 Podcast. Subscribe on your preferred podcast provider. Also, do let us know what you think of today's episode. Thank you.